This is an All Ears English Podcast, Episode 273, Three Ways to Become Fluent in English Even If You Never Leave Your Home Country. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 7 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. True or false, you need to be living in an English-speaking country to become fluent in English. It's false, guys, of course, and today you'll meet Beth Donahue, who went from a beginner Chinese learner to a teacher of Chinese using three key resources, and you'll learn how to use these resources with your English. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to All Ears English today. And we have a guest on the show today. Our guest is from a little village in South England called Nap Hill. She teaches both English and Chinese online and has taught more than a thousand language lessons on italki. She's also a language learner and has studied Chinese, Japanese, Korean, German, and Spanish. Our guest today is Beth Donahue. Welcome to All Ears English, Beth. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you for having me. Good. I'm so glad we could do this. Thanks so much for coming on the show. And so I'm excited today to talk to you a little bit about this concept of how our listeners can really get into a language from day one, from just when they start learning. You know, a lot of our listeners sometimes suffer from a lack of motivation. That can be a big problem, yeah. right? Yeah. So you used an interesting term earlier when we were emailing. You said that students need to get stuck into a language. Yes. What does that mean? Okay, getting, when you get stuck into a language, the idea of getting stuck into something is that you don't hold back, that you completely oh. surround yourself, you completely immerse yourself in whatever it is you're doing. So if you're getting stuck into a language, you live and breathe, sleep and eat that language from from day one. Sounds like a good recipe for fluency, doesn't it? So you don't hold back, you immerse yourself, you completely put yourself into this language. Well, this, I mean, this sounds great, but, you know, a lot of people think that they can only get stuck into a language if they're living in the country of the language. Is that true? No, not at all. I mean... How are we conducting this interview? You're in America. I'm in England. Okay, we're doing it right. through the Internet. We have the Internet now, and you have access to practically the whole world out there. You can listen to music. You can listen to radio. You can watch TV programs. When I was learning Chinese, my I drove my family crazy because all they heard was Chinese everywhere <laughs> I went. You know, and <laughs> even when you're out and about, you can still be in contact with that language, you know, through, you know, your iPad or your iPhone, listening to music, podcasts, it's, yeah. it's there. You can do it all the time okay. now. 
So I think part of the problem is just that our listeners just don't know how to do it. You know, a lot of it we say we can do it. And then so can you give us three specific ways that we can I'm using your term here that we can get stuck into the language, even if we're not living in the native country where the language is spoken? Yeah. Okay. first of all, we need to read. I'm a big believer in reading when you study a language. Okay, so read as much as you can in your target language, even if at first you're online and you have to use like a Google Translate or something to get the general idea, just try and read as much as you can. Okay, this is one of the best ways I know to improve your vocabulary and your grammar understanding. Reading is very good for grammar. That's great. So a lot of uh, teachers don't talk about the importance of reading. A lot of teachers talk about the importance of listening, but this is kind of a fresh perspective. So I like this. And so what kind of materials would you recommend for someone who is, so our listeners, for example, actually are not beginners, they're intermediate to advanced learners. So what kind of reading would you recommend for them? Okay, well, once you get to the intermediate stage, that's when reading really becomes fun, I think, in a language, because you can start Mm. to access pretty much any kind of material you would in your own native language. So I like reading Chinese blog sites. For example, uh, I go and get recipe tips. I've learned how to cook Chinese food in Chinese. Wow. Um, you, can watch, you can read newspapers. You can order books online, you know, or translations of books you already know. Get them sent over to you. There's, at that level that, you know, you can really, you've got the pick of everything. Yeah, you can start to be creative, can't yeah. you? Yeah. So, okay. So you're, yeah. So blogs, newspapers, recipes, you know, cooking in Chinese or cooking in English. How long have you been learning Chinese specifically? Uh, Well, you're a teacher now of Chinese. So when did you actually start learning it? I've been learning Chinese now about seven years. Wow. That's fantastic. So I've never been to China though yet. Oh, so look at that. So you reached the amazing. So this is the evidence that it is possible. I mean, you reached the level of a teacher by using these methods that you're teaching about us about today. So listen up, guys. This is real advice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I learned at university. I studied languages oh. at university. So, you know, I know how to, to get, get the best out of studying methods. Yeah. So it's kind of like once we know how to learn and we've learned that first, second language, then it's so much smoother for the next language oh, and the next language. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so reading is your first tip. So reading blogs, newspapers, recipes, anything. What would be your second tip as to how we can get stuck in the language if we're not in the country where it's spoken? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so another way is I find a lot of people like to learn very long lists of vocabulary. Yes. (laughs) Okay, they learn endless lists of vocabularies and they go, it means this, it means this, it means this, it means this. And then they can't use the words. So what I prefer my students to do and what I do myself when I study languages is take a small list each day, say 10 to 15 words, okay, Mm -hmm. depending on your level. And really get stuck into those words. So look up examples using that word online, okay? So you can look them up. 
and then mm-hmm. go back, create your own sentences using these words, okay? Then yeah. you can go to sites like italki and you can use the notebook section, get corrections, and then go mm-hmm. back to them again a few days later. You've got to keep revisiting the words. Okay. So learn yeah. it by so- using it. Learn it by using it. And so it seems like the theme here is the fewer words you're learning, the better, right? Because you're going to learn them more thoroughly, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no good knowing a word if you can't use the word. Yeah. It's funny. It's almost like a, it's, it's a mental thing that happens. We think we have this security because we have this long list of a hundred words that we kind of know. Maybe we've, we've written out the list. We've glanced at them once or twice. But the question is, are we actually going to be able to use them when it comes to a conversation? Yeah, the answer is no, right? There. <laughs> you don't just learn a list of words. Make sure you're learning how to use each word. Exactly. Okay, so you would recommend 10 to 15. Even 15 sounds like quite a few. Does it sound like, okay, so 10 to 15 is a good number, do you think? I think that's about right. But again, every student is different. Okay, mm-hmm. find a number that works for you. If you can only do five a day, do five yeah. a day. If you know you're okay. doing it all day, do 25 mm-hmm. a day. Well, mm-hmm. Go with what works for each student. Right. And I would imagine it depends also on the student's level, like how yeah. deep into English are they at that point? How comfortable are they with English? Okay, so don't take long lists. Make short lists and really immerse yourself in that word and use it, review it, go on italki and practice it, things like that. I yeah. like it. Okay, so what's the third tip, Beth, that you could offer us for how to get stuck in? <laughs> okay, well, the third thing that I'd like to recommend is kind of tied to what we were just talking about, and that is making use of online programs and tools that use space repetition software. Wow. Tell us about this one. I'm not so familiar with this. I'd like to know more. Okay, well, space repetition software, it basically it remembers how well you're learning something. Okay, I use a program called Anki Flashcards. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I couldn't have learned Chinese without Anki flashcards. And they're okay. basically electronic flashcards. You can put whatever you want onto them. You can so put your example sentences. You can put audio, pictures, whatever you want. And each time you review a word, you tell Anki how easily you remembered it. And mm-hmm. Anki remembers and shows you again maybe in 10 minutes if you didn't remember it. In a day, if it was easy, in four days, if you were fantastic at it. And it just it remembers and it makes you revisit old vocabulary. People learn vocabulary and then forget about them. Oh, yeah, programs absolutely. that use space repetition software force you to revisit old vocabulary. Perfect. So it's kind of intuitive flashcards. Yeah. That's exactly uh, I like how it. I describe it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this could be really useful, not just for general uh, English learning, but also for our listeners who are preparing for the IELTS exam, which I know a lot of them are, or the TOEFL, right? Because vocabulary is... Yeah, you can of- use Anki mm-hmm. to help you remember anything, <laughs> you know, not just languages. Absolutely. Very cool. And do you still use Anki now to practice your Chinese words to kind of brush up and make... Sh- every day. Every That's dedication. Day. <laughs> I really do find this one of the most helpful tools for me. Okay. Well, I mean, this is great advice. You've, again, you've moved to the level of being a a teacher of Chinese, and so we can't ignore these points. This is fantastic. Wow. 
Okay, so I just want to recap what what you what you've said, what you've told us. So the three keys to really getting stuck into the language while we're living abroad, not in the home country of the language, would be number one, reading as much as we can, right? Yeah. Not making huge lists, but making shorter lists, and then really using that, using focusing really heavily on just a few words, and then using the space repetition software like Anki flashcards. Do you know any other programs that do the space repetition work or is it just the Anki? Is that the one recommendation? Uh, not off the top of my head, I have to be honest, because I'm so into Anki. That's what mm-hmm. I use cool. and I recommend it to all of my students and they've all come back to me and said how helpful they find it. So I, Wonderful. I have to be honest, I've never needed to look into others. <laughs> They are Excellent. out there, so- <laughs> there, are, there are others out there, okay? <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, thank you for that secret. I love it. I love it. So, so Bev, you're also an English, in addition to being a Chinese teacher on italki, I think you're an English teacher. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I help people with English as a second language as well, yes. Great, great. And you're taking on some new students, I guess, in I January am. of 2015, February yeah. of 2015. Okay, good, good. So, um... Would you let our listeners know, well, first of all, guys, if you want to work with Beth to have a great English lesson on italki, the first thing you have to do is go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I. And if you go through that link, through that page, register on that page, you'll get $10 off your second lesson with Beth. So after you guys go through that page, then you can find Beth in italki. Beth, how can our listeners find you after they register through our page? Okay, well, there's two ways. First of all, they can just go in. Italki has a search people. You can go into Mm -hmm. informal tutoring and find me that way. Just type in teachers English and hopefully I'll come up in the list somewhere. Or Mm -hmm. else you can go straight to my teacher profile, which is www.italki.com forward slash teacher forward slash 4163 two eight. Wow. Okay, good. Okay, great. And and, and again, guys, we're offering you, because you guys are all ears English listeners, ten dollars off your second lesson with Beth if you there register. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> good deal, right? Not a bad deal. Very good deal. If you register first through allearsenglish.com slash italki and then go over and find Beth, get in touch and have a chat about what you could do together. I mean, this sounds like a great opportunity for our listeners. So Beth, thank you so much for joining us today. No These are great thank tips. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, so we'll have a great day. Thanks Wish again. Good luck with their language studies and I'll hopefully see you soon. Absolutely. Take care, Beth. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Remember, guys, in order to get $10 off your second lesson with Beth, you need to go to allearsenglish.com slash I-T-A-L-K-I, register on that page, and then go and search for Beth's profile. Italki will send you $10 that you can use for your second lesson with Beth. See you there. If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.